Hello and welcome to the Truck and Driver podcast. I'm Dougie Rankin. And I'm Christopher John Madison, residing currently in Homeforth. Hi. We have some major news to anybody that follows Truck and Driver, uh, listens to the podcast, um, is familiar with Chris uh, and um, his truck, his Foden. Chris, what's happened? She's officially retired as of um, last Friday. She's um, gone on to pastures new and gone to a collector down the road who's going to apparently pull the chassis in bits, take the rivets out, completely split the chassis and refinish the chassis as Scania might have done but didn't. And then he's going to leave her in our colours and park her in a nice showroom and she's going to be carting classic tractors up and down for her retirement. And I've replaced her with an S500 Scania. Good choice. Not because I wanted to at all, but... Needed. Needed to, I suppose. um... Well, prices are going up and up and up and up, and availability is getting less and less and less and less. There'll come come a point later on this year where I'll be paying another 25%, and as a one-man band, I don't have any flexibility really to keep paying more and more, so I thought I'd better crack on now, much as it pains me, but... Anyway, we cracked on. Yeah, fact of life. I think it was uh, just a matter of just doing it and getting it over and done with, you know. just It was horrible. Ugh. I I have to be honest, yesterday was a horrible day. This was the day when it, it left the yard for the final time. Yeah, that's it. That's the, uh, that that's was it. a big hitter yesterday morning. I had to load him up with all the parts. And there were some parts, by God, there were some parts. Out the container, doors, bonnets, bumpers, headlight panels, airbags, air dryers, APUs, you name it. Um, so I've let him take the lot, really. She's gone. There's no point There's no point keeping a limb and uh, sitting and looking at it. I've still got a bloody big picture from the factory on the office wall. And I did keep this, which I had spare just in case. He's just uh, showing me a very nice food and grill badge. It's a brand new one one that came up in an auction, so I bought it and I thought, just in case we ever arrive that bonnet off, I better have that, so that's going to be mounted somewhere. It is one of the nicest logos. It is. Uh, It's a very nice looking thing. Mm. I don't Uh, know whether to mount it or get it on a chain like I'm um, one of Beastie Boys and wear it, I don't know. Yeah, you could do. Well, look, at, yeah. look all right. So, who who's got the um, truck? Is it? Um, um, we... Well, I'd rather not say because yeah, I don't no. know whether he wants. Aye. I don't know whether he wants. But any... it, it's going. It's. Uh, I mean, basically, it's gone to the best possible home it, it could have done. It did it? It done, has. You know, it's. Um... You know, the chap has paid a handsome sum for her, and he's not going to do anything with her. He's not going to make her sweat and toil. She's going to get the utmost love. He's got his own body shop, his own workshops, his own ATF lane. She's going to be living in a big warm shed with classic tractors and an F-16 tag and a 143450 tag. So Sounds she couldn't like... have gone anywhere else. I, I would have just had her in the yard sitting under a tree and that's no good that's... to anybody. No, that's exactly it. It sounds like um, he's potentially, with those trucks, uh, a bit of truck and driver featured material, you know, if he's up for it. Well, he might. <laughs> he might be up for it. I could ask him. I could ask him for sure, but, you know. Um, I don't want to name the chap because no, no, privacy is you know, yeah. down to him. But, right. No, that's, that's, that's exactly it. it would have, the truck would have been sitting outside, and I, well, I know myself when I sold um, yeah. 
my phone, um, when I'd got the MOT on it, I was like, this thing's going to sit and it's going to end up getting mouldy. And it just wrecks them. It's the worst thing that you can do is leave a truck sitting yeah. outside. It's, it's just going to cause all sorts of uh, mechanical issues yep. um, if it's not in um, frequent use. So, I don't know. Aye, well, she's, um, she's indoors. I've had a message off him this morning at half past eight with a video that his son took as he came, uh, I think he was screaming down a dual carriageway near their place and he came past giving it big comings and he said, she's lovely, she drives beautifully, so he's happy. Um, none of us in Chateau Madison are happy. Um, we're kind of happy she's gone to a, a really good home and s somebody that's paid that price is never going to do anything unpleasant to her, but we're never going to be happy. No. You know, the kids have grown up with her, they don't know anything else, so um there yeah, you are. Uh, and when you've been looking life. out the same bit of glass for uh, a million miles like I have, you just uh well Yes. Well I think in terms of the truck that you've gone and got, because you had considered quite a lot of different trucks yeah. um over the sort of last year or so. There was a Renault Range T high was given some consideration. Um, yeah. And I know that the Scania was always the one that you kind of fancied, yeah. fancied the it most. A, it was a lovely thing, that one we had on demo. Um, it was a beautiful thing. Um, so I always wanted to get one of those, but I never thought I would, really. I don't know. But, um, well, it seems to be the time's right to go and do it. Like you say, it's weird with the yeah. used truck market because availability is low because people can't get new trucks. Um, the, the used market's been getting squeezed. Um, I've heard there's, there's a whole lot of um, owner, I don't know if I mentioned this previously, there's a whole lot of owner drivers have popped up in certain parts of the country who used to be limited like drivers um, but yeah. they've all gone and got themselves like a, a, Euro, a, a kind of low end Euro 6 tractor unit and they're now like all subbing to an unemployment agency who's got a load of supermarket work uh, and a lot of trucks have been bought using COVID money and, and all this, which is squeezed the used. There's loads and loads of different factors in play with the used truck market. I do yeah. wonder how much of this COVID bounce back money loan stuff the government is going to get ripped off on. In general, well, like across, like not just, just... not just transporting things, but just across all of it. Seeing as you brought that up, let me just mention something that was said to me yesterday morning by someone else um he has started paying his uh, bounce back money back early off his own bat and he's been told by his accountant to stop paying it back immediately because they have a fairly good reason to think that the government are kind of scoping up for writing a lot of these loans off so don't quote me on this, but he's been told by his accountancy firm to just, whoa, Neddy, you won't get that money you've paid back, back now you've paid it, but don't pay any more until they come a-knocking, because they've heard some whispers that there's that many firms that will go bust in the next six months that the government are looking at possibly just not claiming it back. I mean, they will get you ultimately by the balls and swing you around by, you know, income tax will be 35% next year mm. or something possibly, but... Um, the actual bounce back loans they may not come after you for, so uh, let's hope not. Yeah, well, that would be a, a bonus in some ways. I but I, I do kind of get the feeling a lot of these um, a lot of these um, new owner drivers sort of set up things are going to be kind of boom and bust because they're not 
Uh, yep. that's the sort of th- that's the well, sort we've of been thing, here before, haven't we? The tap can get switched off at any time, so aye. This um, you're but, only a youngin. You'll not remember. You're only a bairn, aren't you, Douglas? I, I am but, um, a mere forty-one years when, old. Aye, a, a mere lad. When um, steelworks down this way went the way they went, a lot of people use redundancy money to buy tractor units and go on a driver in eighties and 90s same with miners a lot of people did it down here again you know oh we'll buy a wagon we'll do this we'll do that they all jump on containers they all run around for tuppence a mile and they all go within six months there's a hell of a lot of that went on at one time or another everybody down here i think will remember that um so the upshot of that was a reduction in rates for everybody they found it unsustainable and bosh they were uh, back down at job center so i should imagine a lot of these lads are going to find that the grass is definitely not greener. So, well, what? a limited, you know, a limited driver getting fifteen pound an hour plus VAT for sitting in somebody else's uh, supermarket trolley for twelve hours a day. Well, they've been making a lot more than they've been making now. You know, buying some septic and pulling for Amazon on Slam or something similar. So. Um, We'll just have to sit and watch, won't we, and see what comes. That's it. It's a matter of uh, sit, sitting and watching because there's so much weird stuff going on. And there's things that have never sort of happened before. Some of these big fridge operators have, are pulling out of supermarket work because it's just, you know, it's mm. rubbish. They can't get the drivers to do it and the work's too much hassle. So the supermarkets are getting sort yeah. of increasingly frantic it's really strange if they just like um, behaved. Um, what, what would the word be? Mm. Nicely. That's not really the right word. But if they'd just been nice mm. in the first place and they'd like created a stable environment um, for everybody to oh. work in, instead of immediately demanding rate cuts and all this kind of stuff, then they wouldn't be in this situation where they're scrabbling around now to get get stuff moved and having to pay extra for it in the long run. It's all. Uh, well, when there's a shortage of vehicles and drivers and then you go to these places and they think it's reasonable to keep you for five hours plus, then that helps who exactly? Not them, not us. Um, Lidl was particularly mentioned on social media yesterday. I don't know if you read any of that, but my, my, my. Some of those lads that have been going into some of these Lidl spots, are put, basically they're on uh, Christmas party list, they've been there that long. <laughs> It's obviously, these discount supermarket warehouses use it, you know, cross stock warehousing. You deliver it at eight o'clock at morning, it goes in, booked in, processed, loaded, and gone other side. It don't go into storage. But I have to say, dealings I've had recently with Aldi have been fantastic, been no problem whatsoever at all. In on the bay, tipped five or ten minutes later, right chap, clear off. So I can only, you know, that's the only sort of supermarket shenanigans i've had since gist and max and spencer's last christmas but i can't fault aldi for for, uh, you know for cocking about but it would appear the other one at the minute needs to up the game i wonder if tomorrow post mask etc that you're going to be dragged out of your cabs and thrown back into those grotty waiting rooms to cough over each other again oh Oh, no. uh, mm, I, I, I do wonder about that. Eh? There is a problem in the in the warehousing uh, side of a lot of operations because there's massive staff shortages because so many staff are being forced to self-isolate um, because of all the COVID stuff, even when they're not 
unwell themselves or somebody yeah. in their house is. And it's happening like time and time again. You, you, um, and yeah, that's all, that's also uh, creating creating pressure as well. And you can't that can't be sustainable either. Constantly yeah. having people having to go and um, isolate. Aye. I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen. You're right enough. Well, if you've got the mask, this um, freedom day, are they now going to try and drag the drivers back into the into these bloody right. waiting rooms again? Eh? Hmm. Yeah. If you're running with the NHS app on your phone at the minute, you're uh, you're not doing yourself any favours, are you? Because don't seem to be. Some of the uh, some of the recent incidents. I mean, God forbid I should listen to him more than twice a month, but I just happened to catch Jeremy Vine cretin show the other day, and he had a woman on, really nice sounding lass. She'd been on a hen weekend up north somewhere, and they'd rented a cottage, and they'd booked a meal in a pub. The pub had let them know on the Friday that few staff had gone off with COVID, so they cancelled the booking. They never went. She got pinged by the app and told to self-isolate for 10 days because she'd booked it and she was on the system as a contact. And then floodgates opened and these deranged cock-ups by this uh, track and trace app came out and mass. They were just ridiculous. A bloke had been pinged for being in contact with somebody that he'd never met in his entire life and through sort of deduction of where times and rest of it it seems he was queuing on the on the motorway next to this guy in a in another vehicle yeah and, i've heard um, about things that weird stuff like that happening. can you imagine can you bloody imagine anyway yeah. i'd be nice when all international travels back home because all these morons that are going up and down m5 on a friday won't be it'll be back in Ibiza or somewhere similar. Right? Uh, you've you've this... been down. You've been down um, the southwest quite a lot uh, this summer. I take yeah. it. What, what's the um, what's the traffic levels? It's quite bad anyway at this time of year. But I'm guessing that it must be horrendous. And there's a whole new generation of caravan and motorhome drivers giving it a go for the first time as well. Yeah, it's crap. M5 is crap. Really, I can't really dress it up any other way. Right up until end of, you know, the last lock, you know, lockdown twenty six or whatever the last one was called. But right up until then, it was brilliant. I could smash down to uh, Devon, and only time I take my foot off gas was to go and get coffee, really. But but now we start at Bristol, and then we mess about fanny around down to Bridgewater at least, and then we'll start again down on Painton Expressway, and then we'll queue for, you know, five miles into Painton can take me an hour because. As you get to end at three eighty and turn right for Painton, and t- you know it splits for Torquay left and Painton right. That bit is literally five miles, a few roundabouts, and it is absolutely bollocks. Because you can get down to Brixham and that that way. So you know I can arrive there at half past three, thinking I'm going to smash this before they go home at four, and it's like half past four twenty to five when I get there. And they think, you know, when I ring up and say, "Lads, I'm uh, I'm in Painton, but I'm going to be about an hour." They're like, "You what?" And it's where I am. As soon as I mention where I am, they go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, in some respects, in a in a selfless way, it's nice to see people out and about again because it would a bit creepy with, you know, empty roads and that. But I, would, I just wish maybe maybe I liked creepy a bit more because the job was so easy. We could get places and back. I could get down to Newport in Shropshire from Howden in a good sort of two and a quarter straight down swap trailers straight back up and you know home for tea and scones now it's like pulling your teeth out going down yeah. a five 
However, I don't have a clutch and gear stick to push about now. You so don't. I'm... I mean, we've not actually um, talked about um, your new truck thus far very much. Mm. Um, mm. How did it sort of? How did it come about? Were there a few candidates you'd kind of been keeping an eye on, or did this one just pop up and you're like, no. that's, that's the one? No, Mick Moody had uh, a 500 tag about a month ago, and I rang him on Friday, perhaps, and I says, I want to come and see it. He's like, right, I'll come and see it then. So I says, right, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to Alden Monday afternoon, and I'll come over Bridge, and I'll have a look. He went, right. So I phoned him, and he said, sold. Don't. <sighs> so I, I sort of stuck my bottom lip out a bit and I says, I can't get anywhere near you because everything's sold within 10 seconds of you buying it. He says, right, well, I've got another one coming next couple of weeks. I'll let you know when I've got it and I won't sell it until you've been another look at it. How's that for an arrangement? So I says, right, okay. And he did. And I went across and had a look at her and I thought, she'll do. And uh, that was that. The only bit that slowed that down is my inability to use internet banking because I had to move 20 grand across and normal people would just go onto their app and do it, but I, I, I just can't do internet banking. <laughs> I'm a joke. I, I had to ring bank because and started talking to me in that sympathetic tone that you talk to your grandma and granddad in. You know, oh, okay. Oh, what we'll do then <laughs> is we'll move it. And, okay, yes, that'd be super. Yeah. So I had to move it in little bits to shift it across because otherwise you have to go into a branch and I can't. So, uh, aye. Sure. Nice lass at HSBC, to be right. Yeah, and I think she just thought, oh, bless. And then we did it. We did the deal. I went across. Had 10 minutes natter with Michael in his office, and here we are. And, um, so that, this it is, is a, what it's, it's said on the tin. She's th- 2018, on, 2018 mid-lift. Aye. Aye. S500. It's a big, it's a high-line cab. Yeah. What else is it? What's it, what's it got? What's the... Uh, not usual Ramel fridge microwave, and it's um it's got an unusual big, basing your face type subwoofer contraption under the bed that somebody's put in an Alpine something or other that makes things go, boom, as your dad would say. Um, single bunk rear cupboards they want to be coming out. So if anybody out there wants to convert theirs from twin bunk to having rear cupboards, do let me know because I need to take kids to truck shows in that. Oh, I imagine uh, it would be somebody willing to do a swap with you there. There's always somebody going one way and, and you know, somebody going the other way. I just want twin bunks in it and that's it. Lockers are massive compared to Gertie. I can I could keep smuggled children in those things are huge, but um I filled them. All the stuff that came directly out at Fodham went into that. Mm. No more. I I filled everything. I, I I'm not sure how I did that, but all stuff I pulled out from under at bed and overhead lockers in food and I filled all bloody cupboards in this and I'm, I'm baffled, but anyway, I have. So, I don't know whether I'd vacuum pack some of it and bags have leaked over years or what and it's expanded, but um, no, it's uh, it's nice and all the people that are giving me plenty of flannel over the last few years as I ranted on about manuals, you know, manuals are best, etc, etc. I will concede that when I've done a 15 hour stint in this, I just get out and walk to the car and get in it and go home. I don't hobble across the yard like I've been thrown out of a plane. Um, <laughs> it's comfy. There's no, you know, there's no mither. You just sit in it and it does what it says on tin. Um, it lacks character, but you'll know that. It's just it's just a big box on wheels. It's, it's um, very, uh, very clinical. It doesn't do any screaming and shouting going up hills or up, does it? It just goes up hills without any fuss. 
No, nothing much. Nothing much does, really. A bit of much drama these days. They're all refined to and such a high degree. It's a lot more plastic in um, Jerry built than, uh, than Foden. Um, driver's door, sun visor, inbuilt sun visor fell on my head in Essex on Friday morning. It just snapped and fell off and uh, there you go. So that's 90 quid's worth. It's on order from Scania for another, for a rebuild. Um, um, yeah, that fall off. I mean, I, they have um, like there's definitely certain aspects of the trim in the new generation Scanias that aren't as um, solid. Mm. It, it sort of they don't have the same sort of quality feel as the older ones, but they've had to go. You know, in terms of like weight and all the extra technology and things that they've got to continually add to the trucks, they've got to. Um, that's where they make the savings. Where they're like, right, can we go and shave a few pence? Or whatever it is, kroner of cost off. Yeah. All these various bits of various bits of plastic here and there. Yeah. Which is external plastics outside wheel arches and that sort of thing, they're all a bit shag nasty really, but I suppose it's um it's down to me to look after it then, isn't it? And not um you know, not smack it about so much, but um, you know. It's a lot of money to um to be damaging, so I'll just have to amend my my wicked ways but um from a driving point of view it's i have to say it's marvelous it just i just get in it and i'm in yorkshire and when i get out i'm uh, i'm in devon or essex or whatever i mean i went up and down up and down all week last week to essex for phase two of late summer cucumber planting madness and i was just up down up down just effortless and mm. i'm not tired and you know the bed's right enough, the uh, seats are right enough, I suppose. And you know, it's um, I'll get used to it. I'm, I've started to move in. Last week, I'd sort of moved in, but I'd not moved in, if you know what I mean. It's like I borrowed it, and I thought yeah. I parked up on the night in Harlow, and I just thought I'm not doing it. I'm just going to sit here and you know pull that face, that mm, mm. face, and drink <laughs> cider. So I did. But at the weekend, I'd um, I had ash round with fitted me Turkish whistle and a few other bits and pieces that I'm used to that make me feel a bit like I'm I'm yes. more at home. Um, Your mechanic, Ash. Aye, aye. Yeah. We'll get on and do some interior fiddledge. I don't want to do a great deal outside. It needs a catwalk on because there's a lot of holes. You know, there's like catwalk and then a bloody big hole and then catwalk. Mm. So um, it's got rear perimeter kit on it. It's... Um, side skirts it just wants a catwalk dropping on top of that lot it's got bits and pieces of catwalk but i don't want to do up to it i like the look of it everybody's like oh you're going to paint it silver you're going to put your mark on it well no i'm not really i'm going to leave it as it is um might might put a headboard on it might might just have phone number and some of the gubbins on the side because I, I do like it when they ring you up and go your driver's just done this to me on the m11 has he really okay right lovely but interior to me in this one seems important because that's where you spend your days. So I'm not going to ask uh, that Twiggy to paint the dashboard white again. I don't think. But I tell you what, I don't like that big sweaty leathery steering wheel that's in it. I bloody miss that white one of mine because they are great to use. Always cold, even when it's hot. You get in and the steering wheel's always nice and cold. The old school retro steering wheel. Aye, but yeah, if I put one in, I've got a lot of buttons to. Yeah, that, that, somewhere. The, people do. There is um, like 
it has been done. Like there's there's kits to go and do it, but there's that much right. going there's right. that much going on through the buttons of that steering wheel. It's like where are you going to put it? Is that going to be a bit fiddly? Do you think maybe just trying to well, there's a bl- yeah, there's a bank of blank switches down to the left at steering wheel on dash there. So mm. I, I suppose it could go. I, I don't know. Um, Which I'm a bit wheel, is it? Because there's a load there's loads of different types of steering wheels for these. You get the standard plasticky one. You get the flat bottomed one. There's various. Um, amounts yeah. of buttons that you get in the wheel as well. Has yours got like the full set? No, no. Left hand thumb pad is mm. is blank. I've got sort of bottom buttons for cruise control and all that business, and then we've got menu buttons for scrolling through on right hand side. Left hand pads are blank, so there's not as many buttons as there could be, which I suppose might mm. mitigate it a bit. I mean, I'll I'll speak to lads at Next Gen Jake at Next Gen at Barnsley. Um, somebody was telling me that he's he's done a few of these and he, it's no big deal. So I don't know. I don't know. Nice. But, right, but I am. Ah. I am going to concede a little bit to um, Tangdom, I suppose. I'm, I'm going to throw a bed. I'm going to throw a bed headboard up front. I've always wanted a wagon with a big bed headboard nailing up front. So I'm going to get one of those. Mm. Not be good. I mean, the thing is, as well, the, the way things are, if you get on through, uh, as time goes on and you decide, I'm not really into this, uh, I would perhaps like hmm. a change, you would be able to sell it probably for what you've paid for it with, with, the, with the market yeah. as well. You know, it's going yeah. to um, hold its yeah. value. It's going to be it's a well, desirable sort of truck. Well, that's 50% of the reason I went scan you. You know, if we, if we need to get out, we'll get out. Whereas if I'd just been and signed up for that new DAF they offered me for 91 grand, yeah, great, it's lovely, it's got three years R&M, blah, blah, blah. Chances are I'll use it as well, though, with the DAF, and in three years' time, when it's out of R&M, it'll be worth 50. Mm. Then in four years, it'll be worth 35. And then in five years, when it's paid for, it'll be worth 20. And then we're back to square one, aren't we? So that's why I didn't want to go down that avenue. Um I'm always expecting the worst. I'm always pessimistic, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, now I've signed some finance, I'll be dead by Christmas or I'll be disabled or whatever. Despite the fact I've been on with that way of thinking for 20 years and so far, I've remained upright. But if I do go down like a bag of spanners sometime in the near future, at least my widow will get a good price for it. Fair enough. <laughs> ah, Yorkshire pragmatism, that's called, I think. God, it's warm in here. It's been, it's, it's been, the temperature in Scotland over the last week has been amazing. It's never this nice in July. It's usually dark and raining. Mm. Um, it's in the UK. Yeah, we seem to have had like a nice run of weather. And of course, in j- just over the water in Germany, it's been horrific. They've had these most yeah. appalling floods. Terrible, that. Oh, Terrible. Oh, we've been quite, um, the UK tends to be insulated from sort of really extreme weather occurrences like like that but um were there any big shows on this weekend or anything like that, that um getting, getting lucky with the weather i don't know of any i don't i've not heard of anybody going anywhere no oh, well i'm off to um i'm going down to norwich to ford and slater daft this week i can actually tell you about this because um the truck by the time this podcast comes out, the truck will have been unveiled, which is quite, it's quite an interesting um, project. Um, do you know Terry Seaman, who ran a, a lot of um, yeah. Fordens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was talking to um, the salesman at Ford and Slater, Guy, um, about 
well, uh, trucks and Fordens and things in general. And, and Guy said, would you like it if I um, perhaps was to go and build you an XF um, as if Foden, you know, as if it had been built by Foden. And that's exactly what he's done. So currently sitting in a garage at Foden Slater Norwich as a DAF XF, which looks exactly like um, a Foden. <laughs> it's got the Foden. Yeah, some guy in Holland did it last year, didn't he? He did it with the he CF. He didn't quite get it. Um, I think he quite got it right. I think there was still too bit too much CF on it. But we're going to do yeah. go down and do a video and a photo shoot on that this week. So um, Is it- that's going to send the rumor mill running wild that Foden are making a grand return. But it's a it's a cracking looking thing. They've really got the detail right. It's um, it's it's. Um, it really looks like how it would have been if Foden were still on the go. So, um, just so, something is it a little bit different. Still sat on top of, you know, uh, Daft Cack, you know, uh, pack our engine and all that. Then. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's purely. Oh, he gone to town a, and stuck a big uh, yeah. Cummins in it. Purely a cosmetic project, but it does it does look the part. It's quite, um, it's quite impressive what, what they've done to it. So, I was like, you know what, I'm going to jump in the car and go down to Norwich and go and see it and get myself out and about. I was going to put more pressure on me time-wise with all these bloody deadlines that I've got to deal with, but I'm like, oh, to hell with So I'm going to go down and see that, and I'm going to visit Search Impex, who make the model trucks as well, to do a, um, a company profile on them for the bumper issue that we've got coming up, because they've been really nice to us over the years and supplied all those prize model trucks for the, the, the truck scene feature. Um, so looking for, I'm not looking forward to going and seeing them, and uh, getting a couple Excellent. of days out. Hope the we- hope the weather continues to be um, as nice as it has been as well. Um, so uh, that's going to be quite a quite yeah. a busy week. I don't know. You, you see that? Have a look. Yeah, I can see that. Get on. <laughs> no, I'm saying just Brilliant. that that's gonna send, you know, there's just gonna be so many rumours flying about with that. I'd said to Phil Moon from DAF, I was like, Are you prepared for this? Because you're gonna be absolutely inundated with it. Um, yeah. people asking questions about these. And um oh, I'm that's, fairly that's quality. Sure that, I'm quite, I think um, it's quite a, I think it's um I think it's quite Somebody quite at funny. DAF will have a brain hemorrhage about um, that and probably dealer will be in bother for for years I think it's quite funny as well because it's going to trigger it'll be quite triggerable to those really hardcore sort of Foden weirdos that don't that think that you know everything it's not a pure Foden unless it's got like the two stroke and a 12 speed gearbox in it yeah um, instead of just seeing it for what it is which is just you know um, a, bit of, a bit of fun a bit of um, uh, a bit of light a light hearted project so Aye, that's uh, my, that's my plan for next week. Where, where are you off to? You get, you're just gonna your usual on the go. Um, I've nothing on tomorrow. I'm I'm going to Leeds to Everbuild, which is thrilling. So I don't have to start till about eight in the morning. Everbuild nice. it morning, then somewhere down Evesham or something on Tuesday. It's a uh, steady start, really. Oh, good. So I'm going to um empty the fridge of all that pesky cider that. Kate's been complaining about we can't get any food in for, so I'm going to do that this afternoon. That's my project. I have two invoices to do and um, take one for the team and make a space in that fridge. Happy days. Oh, that's good. Mm. That's good. Ideal. No, that's um, 
Sound down. Hopefully, yep. You'll hopefully the Scania is going to start to be returning some good fuel economy figures for you as well. Yeah, she was sort of mostly around eleven last week. Um, I only had one properly heavy load all week. Really, that's twenty-two ton, and that was um, eight eight six on way down and nine eight on way back up. But it averaged out of a week, just shy of eleven. So not bad at all. Well, no, my average on old lasts were eight and a half, nine. So you know. If we're saving two to gallon over a year, that's probably twenty grand a year. Oh, well, the bloody price, Which, of, price of fuel's not. Yeah. Well, not if any you think, cheaper, it's, and I, I suspect that, as we mentioned before, with the government are going to look to be raking back in all this money that's been lost and been spent uh, during the course of the sort of last year and a half, um, and the, I would imagine that um, few, although they won't directly put. Uh, duty on fuel, they'll find they'll find ways of making more more money out transport and cars and all sorts of vehicles and things going forward. So, but uh, yeah. I don't see fuel getting any cheaper anytime soon. So, like good fuel economy is um, mm. rather important. Yeah, if I slowly teach myself how to drive like Grandad as well and, and make that uh, driver score love me a bit more, I could probably uh, mm. increase. Quite well. I mean, I am driving on cruise in eco and being a good lad. I'm not sticking it in power. Or I'm just pootling on, but it keeps telling me my percentages are rubbish. So I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. I might just read that got, book the, when I'm. Uh, has it got the? Has it got um, the scan? Yeah, the engine breaker. Has it got a retarder? It's got a retarder. Ooh, nice. That. Aye. Handy. Oh. Aye, and it works. Oh, 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 they do. They don't have what they are not all, not all the six cylinders. That's not as common on a six cylinder. It tends to be the V8s that have. Yeah, that's what Mick said. When, you know, he was so keen to buy it because it had a retarder on it. So he, you know, that's one of the reasons he wanted it. Um, and it's uh, it's a good thing. It's it's a bit more go about it than jake brakes to be right. But then on a fourteen litre three stage, it jake brakes that throw you through a window. I just think eleven litre with jakes with two uh -huh. stage were a bit. They're a bit of an assistance rather than a. A proper jake but anyway i didn't really have a lot of uh brake linings of it years so they must do the job is it is the scan you got adaptive cruise control on it yeah yeah i don't know what that is but it has it's definitely got it, yeah. it's, it it's where it, it's where it holds you it'll um yeah it'll watch the vehicle in front and it'll maintain the gap in the speed between you and that vehicle so it comes in comes in yeah I've had, when you're driving I've had a big um yeah. i had a big shouty red triangle flash up the other day which must have meant i was heading for oblivion on a5 mechanic so that's what that meant is it oh yeah uh, no that, mm. i don't think so that would have just been preempting Telling you that, that telling you that it was detecting something uh, with the, with the EBS and it potentially didn't like which I quite which is a good um, it's a no, good idea right. when they pre-warn you because before with the first EBS it would just like slam the anchors on but with some yeah. of them some of them now it'll give you a kind of red light just just to yeah, say um, well, just to make sure that you're paying paying attention I think it wanted me to notice the plasterer that was in front of me but anyway um Fortunately, you don't have to have a degree in computer science to turn all that crap off when you're getting like you did in DAF. I can just press two buttons and lane departure vibrating ah, nonsense like and that. Thing off because off. it just picks up mm. it picks up the, the lines of um, bitumen and yeah. road and stuff. It never never works properly. Lane, de lane departure. It's uh... automatic 
windscreen wiper scenario is a bit oversensitive as well. It only has to drizzle for 10 seconds and suddenly wipers are off like buggery, so I can turn that off as well. That's handy. Speaking of, did you see, um, well, we're obviously we're aware that we've spoken about it before, the problems with the driver shortage and all this sort of stuff, and I got that press release on Friday about this new camera system that watches the driver all the time and it can detect like if you're closing your eyes too much if you're drowsy mm -hmm. uh, and it can report back to the office and everything or it, it can uh, i take it it must um, activate some sort of alert to you the driver but it's monitoring you constantly from the second you get mm -hmm. in the cab you're driving the whole time it's making sure that you're not doing anything at all that it sees as less than optimal you know like uh, opening the fridge and getting a drink out yeah. of it or, you know, um, just doing it and grabbing a bit of paperwork off the dash to read an address or, or something like that. Anything at all, it seems that this system is going to well, be watching um, you and it can go and send the send all those reports back to the office should they will. And the most bizarre and alarming thing about it was that it said that it had a wide angle and zoom function so it could mm. monitor sleep. Just to, just to make sure that you're sleeping properly in case, you know, you had a medical or a family issue at home. And I was like, this is insanity. You'd have to be off your yeah. head to go and fit a system like that in your trucks now. Because who's going to want to drive something like that when you're monitored so intensely? And it can even well, monitor when you're in bed at night. Who proper exhibitionists would love it, you know. Oh, just, proper exhibitionists would be, some, you know, wearing speedos and stuff. Oh, hey, how you doing? Somebody had popped up that worked in like, the transport office and says, you know, we don't even slightly have the time to sit and watch these things when drivers mm. are on there. And I'm like, yeah, but on the other hand, somebody was saying on Twitter this week that a girl in the office was phoning him up from a supermarket and saying, your truck's not in the green band enough. Why do you keep coming out the green band? That's not good. And he said, it's because the truck's eco-rolling. That's why it's not in the green band. She said, right, okay, well, that doesn't look good in our telematics. Can you please stop doing it? And he's like, what? And he says, sometimes it's going into the blue band and that's not good either. And he says, well, that's the engine brake working. So there are companies who have got people who sit in an office and monitor yeah. drivers and all these kind of things. And there was another one mm. where a female driver had covered the camera on her brake and then they yeah. asked us, says, excuse me, why did you cover that camera? And I'm like, this is outrageous. Yeah. It just goes down to uh, how bad is it? How bad is it going to get before these big companies finally get it drilled mm. into them? Uh, that mm. all this battering people over the head with stuff like this is not conducive well. to getting a motivated um, workforce or having any workforce going forward, I would imagine. Well, here's an idea for a fundraiser to help me pay some of my finance. If you start up a truck and driver GoFundMe appeal to raise money for my, uh, for my huge debt, I will not install one of those interior cameras. If not, I'll install one and I will have a live feed onto our Facebook page and you'll have to watch everything that goes on in there for 15 hours a day plus and at bedtime. It's the bedtime stuff that you really don't want to have to see. So get that Just Giving page set up right now. Please, people, give what you can. Aye, because I'm up for that. I'd be probably sacked from Asda after 10 minutes and if we've got internal cameras, but, you know, what a way to go down. Strange, strange times, you know. I wonder I wonder where we'll be hmm. two weeks from now with all this um, 
shortage and, and, for, um, for, um, novel solutions um, all these uh, these big companies have come up to address it along with those in power thus far strange and interesting mm. times but aye any other business I'm good yep I think I think we're good to go um, you have a good week I uh, hope you continue to enjoy um, your new big comfy luxury liner yeah and um Generally, it's not been too bad on uh, social media. There's been one or two pricks have told me about how wrong I am getting rid of Foden, as you know, because you messaged me last night about oh, there was, yeah, Just to finish and, uh, off, there was, yeah, there was that, that. There was a lot of reaction from people, you know. Um, I was surprised at how chilled you'd been from everybody, like it, explaining to you how wrong it was that you'd got rid of the... That you'd, that you'd sold mm. the Foden and you shouldn't have done this and, you know, you should have just left it sitting there. Uh, and it was kind of content. Yeah. There was a lot of it going on, you know. And it's just <laughs> mm. Every truck, when it's worked almost 20 years every day for you, deserves to be left in corner at yard to be shat on by pigeons and fill it with leaves and rot, I thought. Um, or she can go and live in a heated, wonderful environment and be exactly. lavished yes. attention by a guy that... You know, this guy has wanted this truck for five years yeah. and he's paid... A remarkable amount of money for it and i think he's going to do well for it but you know all the oh you'll regret that euro six you'll regret that yeah well, well i'd regret going into manchester from next summer yeah. paying 50 quid a day for privilege yeah it's unfortunate you might regret it but the fact is that it's not optional yeah. you know there's no choice in the matter you, no. you need you need a euro six truck to work um mm. going forward and there's no way around that that's just it's a fact yeah. of life um and like you say if you, if you the, leave it to the very last minute then you could end up trying to scramble around and you end up with something that you don't really want that's um you can't get anything you know, there's nothing now so it's not going to get worse towards deadlines and the you know the crux of this is quite simply i have nowhere to put her inside Aye. if i had a decent dry shed not some barn Yes, I had the other four thousand. You know, I had it. In a, I had it in a friend's barn. Bless him. Uh, you know, the birds loved it. I was grateful for the barn, obviously, but I don't want her to sit in there being shot mm -hmm. on by starlings. And I'd, she's not staying in the yard. Coming in there every night for mm -hmm. twelve months, watching her degrade is no. it, it's just a disgraceful way to go on. So I've had to put my big boy pants on and suck it up, and she's gone. And she's gone. That's it. Done. Finished. If I want to go drive her, he's very kindly said, anytime you want to come with us to a show with tractors and low loaders, you can pilot that one. If you want to bring kids down, if you want to borrow her to take her to a show, you can do. Now, Perfect. I can't say I could ever have found a better home for her than that. Can you? No, can't. You cannot. It's a, a absolutely so, correct thing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all um, these holy heroes that say I should have done this and I should have done that. Well, it's brilliant if you've got a big shed and it's brilliant if you've got space and all the rest of it. But I don't. I rent some space in a yard and that's it. She's yep. gone. So I appreciate all the warm sentiments that we've had over the years at shows and everywhere else and all the bridge waving and flashing and that's been great. I'm proud of her because she definitely was one of those to coin the cliche built not bought because we did build her from a blank canvas and you know i hope we did a good job for her and the video the guy sent me this morning tootling about and giving it some i was kind of happy sad 
obviously mm. sad she's gone but happy that he's as giddy about it as I hoped he would be so God bless you Gertrude perfect your graft my dear is over wonderful stuff now I've just got to pick a name for this thing I'm thinking Seagreed for this because I fancy it one on um Aye, that last on uh, Eurovision. Mm. Yeah, Fire Saga, yeah. she's fit. Secret. She's not necessarily Swedish, but you know it's near enough. Secret. Because yeah. yeah. only Ulrika, and she's mental. Mm. And Agneta was dark-haired one, I think, from Abba. I didn't really fancy her, so I think we'll go with Secret. Mm. Yeah. yeah, right. Ah, it's, so, it's just a good job it's not a Bedford because then it'd have to be Janet, wouldn't it, or Margaret or something? You don't want to spend a day in Janet, oh. do you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're my father-in-law, of course. Yes. <clears throat> right then, I'm going before I get myself into some right bother here. So. Uh, right. Yes. Cool. Do you want me to stand up? No, please don't. Mm. Catch you later. No. Is that hairy enough for you? Toodles. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.